This episode of the Weekly Standard Podcast is sponsored by The Great Courses. The Great Courses brings the world's greatest professors to your fingertips with more than 500 courses on science, history, philosophy, fine arts, better living, and more. The Great Courses are available on digital download and streaming or DVD and CD. Best of all, you can listen to or watch The Great Courses at your own pace without the pressure of homework or exams. And now, for a limited time only... The Great Courses is giving our listeners an offer of up to 80% off the original price of selected courses, including The Decisive Battles of World History. For this limited time 80% offer, please go to thegreatcourses.com slash WS to find out more. That's thegreatcourses.com slash WS. I have no more campaigns to run. My only agenda... (laughs) I know because I won both of them. Ouch! Or meow! Kitty has claws. That was President Obama. What's interesting is that came in the middle of a heartfelt appeal for comedy and peace and, you know, why can't we all just get along? Uh, it was, uh, I think, one of the, uh, I think it's actually the only moment of the, of the stadium that's going to uh, last past the next 48 hours. But the president quite a bit to say. Did any of it make, uh, uh, how should we respond to it? Did he offer any ideas for the future? How should the Republicans uh, uh, react? Let's ask Fred Barnes with the Weekly Standard. Fred, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, glad to be here. And I would say uh, the entire speech, which remember the White House was going to, this one was going to be briefer, shorter than usual. And mm-hmm. of course it wasn't. Obama droned on and it was entirely forgettable. There was uh, maybe that one quip. Uh, might be uh, uh, memorable for a few days, but it'll all be forgotten. I mean, Michael, do you remember what President Obama said, for instance, in his 2007 or 2008 State of the Union addresses? Of course you don't. <laughs> you may remember in one of them when Congressman Joe Wilson, the Republican right. from South Carolina, said, you lie, but, you know, that's a quote to a member of the audience, not to the speaker. So, look, these State of the Unions are forgettable. But particularly President Obama's are forgettable because so much of this stuff you hear in them is just the old Obama boilerplate that we've heard many times before. Well, it is interesting. I mean, I'm going to play another cut from the speech last night. This this is almost verbatim from two previous State of the Union addresses. That's what middle class economics is. The idea that this country does best when everyone gets their fair shot. Everyone does their fair share. Everyone plays by the same set of rules. We don't just want everyone to share in America's success. We want everyone to contribute to our success. It is interesting, Fred Barnes, that the gap between the top and the bottom has grown faster under President Obama than mm-hmm. any other president since uh, World War II. So uh, will this have an impact? Will, will we see some policies out of this? Will our lives be different? <laughs> well, it won't be better, that's for sure. The, uh, uh, I mean, that is the sort of classic Obama um, and and you know, I particularly was struck by his using the phrase middle-class economics. He doesn't understand economics. I mean, you would think if it's middle-class economics, you know, Keynesian economics, supply-side economics, which are, are pretty much the opposite, but both have the same goal, to stir economic growth, which will create jobs and, and, uh, and help uh, uh, the country wherever these policies are implemented. Middle-class economics <laughs> that... that uh, President Obama talked about in the State of the Union address has nothing to do with stirring economic growth and jobs and so on. It's not an economic policy or an economic strategy. It's just a set of results of things that if you listen to me uh, and spend some money, well, here, we'll have these great programs. It's all about programs. He, he, he claims that 
one of the reasons America, a part of America's uh, uh, success is not uh, – he, he frankly never mentions economic growth. He does once, but uh, it's things like Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid – well, those are programs that are extremely popular, and they're here to stay. They've been around since, well, Social Security since the 30s, and the other two, Medicare and Medicaid, since the 1960s. Uh, but those aren't things that spur the economy and drive growth and create jobs. And, uh, but it, it's a distinction that's lost on President Obama. Uh, we're talking to Fred Barnes with the Weekly Standard. You know, one of, you know, we're going to have these fights, you know, these political the the, the 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 two camps are kind of camped out, particularly on domestic policy. It's going to be it's kind of it is what it is, if you will. Mm-hmm. But on foreign policy, it's not. Things are happening in the world. Yemen is in danger of falling to the Islamists if it hasn't fallen already. Not that mm-hmm. the government wasn't already pretty pretty Islamist already. Uh, you know, we had the the uh, Charlie Hebdo attack. We have Boko Haram on the move. We have ISIS continuing to expand despite the statements last night from the president that we have somehow checked their expansion. And he didn't mention Al Qaeda a single time. I, I'm sure, if you're president of the United States, how do you give a speech like the one last night at this moment in world history, and not either lead or make a big deal out of foreign policy and America's plans for it? Well, to do that, you have to be Barack Obama, because nobody else, nobody else could do it. Now, remember the one of the things that he said in the speech was that uh, was he criticized the bankrupt ideology of violent extremism now how can and how can extremism be an ideology violent or not extremism it would you it would have to be an extreme version of something else uh but he won't say that you know he won't use the words islamic extremism but, but or what islamic about the word jihadism. al-qaeda why not say al-qaeda when al-qaeda just trained at least one of the attackers who carried out the charlie hebdo attacks my interpretation is that president obama wants to separate himself from the uh, war on terrorism that now France and other in, in Europe, for instance, has taken the lead uh, in waging. Uh, he doesn't want to do that. He wants to close uh, Guantanamo, which he did mention last night. Uh, and, uh, and he's going to he may not close it, but he uh, but he certainly is trying to empty it by letting out so many of the prisoners there. Um, where where there's been a in the ones released so far there's been a recidivism recidivism rate of about a third uh or maybe even higher that is the ones who are released there and then go back to terrorism go back to al qaeda and and other uh terrorist groups so um the uh, obama is uh he it, it it's a strange thing to for him to adopt this euphemism that uh, makes him sound like he's just being trying he's trying to be nice to islam uh and uh, it's something that uh, nobody else in the world is doing. Uh, Fred Barnes, the Republicans obviously will, uh, will have to respond in Congress to agree, but mm-hmm. they did send out freshman Congresswoman Joni Ernst to respond, and this was mm-hmm. the portion of her comments that got most people's attention. You see, growing up, I had only one good pair of shoes. So on rainy school days, my mom would slip plastic bread bags over them to keep them dry. But I was never embarrassed because the school bus would be filled with rows and rows of young Iowans with bread bags slipped over their feet. Uh, was this the <laughs> best moment for the Republican response? Uh, well, you know, I mean, look, it was all about her. It wasn't, right. you know, it was. It certainly wasn't a, a response to Obama, really. Uh, look, she's uh, very attractive. Uh, she's given every indication she'll be a pretty uh, uh, vibrant and meaningful uh, uh, senator, certainly 
uh, and she did a fine job, but it wasn't it wasn't really a, a response, certainly not a tough response. Um, but I mean, what she did, she did well. What <laughs> we had somebody set to write a piece uh, overnight on this from the Weekly Standard, and they watched it and said, "There's no piece here." <laughs> <laughs> so, how should Republicans respond? I think one smart response was the invitation just announced today to have the Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, address Congress, and I think mm-hmm. that's going to put. Uh, President Obama and the people who want to kind of, uh, uh, you know, placate the Iranians and placate the Islamists in a uh, in an interesting spot. Yeah, well, it will. I mean, look, he's not going to attack President Obama uh, by name, but he will certainly uh, uh, by implication do that by uh, saying things that are in in, uh, the complete opposite and even critical of uh, Obama's policies toward the negotiations with Iran over its uh, 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 nuclear program and uh, and dealing with the Palestinians and so on. Uh, I think it's a good idea. But overall, in responding to Obama, and of course the mainstream media would just overcome with this idea, oh, we're going to raise taxes and give money to the middle class, you know, as if as if it was some new idea, and praising <laughs> Obama, he's been so bold, and gee, look, his his poll numbers are up. They're really only up uh, in any serious way in, a, in an outlier poll, which in in the Washington Post, which showed that Obama's approval rating had gone up nine percentage points since December. Now, do you really believe that that's right? Well, I, don't, I, mean, I don't think that many people. That right. means you know millions and millions, tens of millions of people now are approving of Obama, and they weren't in December. Well, anyway, uh, I, I don't believe that's true. What Republicans need to do is just pass the legislation that they want to. Be serious, uh, and I think they will on uh, on on energy, uh, on on uh, taxes, on on any number of things, um, and and just move ahead with their agenda. Uh, they don't need to look. I think they can ignore Obama Obama's uh, big bold idea of uh, of helping the middle class. Uh, certainly, certainly, his now triumphant uh, uh, economics over the last six years, which he says he's been vindicated in in, in what he did, um, uh, it isn't going to help uh, help anybody. But just be serious about what they want to do on issues that they've talked about over and over again. And if they do that, uh, I I think they'll be fine. And and look, this idea that. Obama's it's gotten a big splash. It'll be forgotten in a few weeks. Fred Barnes, thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard Podcast. Please be sure to check weeklystandard.com regularly for podcast updates. I'm your host, Michael Graham.